Welcome everyone, friends, family, strangers that just happen to stumble upon this podcast. Welcome to you all, whatever category you fit in. Let's just say everybody's family right here on the old man's podcast, whether we know each other or not. Let's think about it that way. My name is Rocky Streb, Coach Streb. I go by with a lot of folks. I've been doing that for 38 years, nearly four decades in a profession that gives you a lot of stories. Stories from you kids that I know are listening. You guys have left me with such an impression. You helped me paint a picture of the world that only stories can do justice for. So that's what I'm bringing to you, stories. That's what old guys do, right? We tell stories. I won't bore you. If you're new, don't leave. Just because you heard some old guys gonna tell stories, I'll get to the point. I'd just like to remind you that nobody has ever told the tale of a wise young man. You may be getting tired of hearing that, but that sounds pretty good to me. That's why we're listening to the Old Man's Podcast. On this episode of the Old Man's Podcast, I want to talk about wearing hats. Not quite that simple. I'll delve into that one pretty deep. Chicken. I'm just going to say the word chicken, whatever comes to mind. Well, I'm going to paint a new picture of that whole concept to you here momentarily as well. Of course, we'll have pep talk. We're going to take a close look at ourselves and your phone your phone is always listening that's something i want to rant about as well so there you have it super duper interesting and entertaining topics on this episode of the old man's podcast So what's on the old man's mind this week? Really, it's almost literally on my mind. It's at least on my head. That's hats. I am a hat guy. I have been for a very long time. I have a good reason why I'm a hat guy. So you go back to 1980, rustling in Oklahoma. And nobody there really thought much about cleaning the mats, obviously, because I brought a skin disease back with me from Oklahoma wrestling in a tournament there on my forehead where my face got rubbed in a mat. I guess the real moral to the story isn't so much about make sure you clean the mats, but more about don't get your face rubbed into them. And I did. Pretty nasty, and it's right there on my forehead. Anyway, that stays with you for life. The worst possible scenario for me is a sunburn. I need to protect my forehead from getting a sunburn. So when I go outside, I'm probably gonna wear a hat. So I am a hat guy, and I have a pretty good darn reason for being a hat guy. Hats aren't all that popular now. The golden age of hats is long gone. I feel like post-World War II, if you look at old TV shows or old movies, you'll see lots of people wearing hats. Men and women in the 40s, 50s, well, 30s too, but. You don't see a whole lot of TV or movies from the 30s, but the 40s and the 50s, I have watched quite a bit of them. 
and there is often a hat being worn by both men and women. During that time, post-World War II, there really wasn't a reason for a guy to want to show off his hairdo. Everybody's hair looked pretty much the same. Short, neatly cut, or occasionally, if you wanted to be radical, you'd have a flat top. Or if you were in the army, or just got out of the army, or liked it, you'd wear a flat top. So that's about it for guys who really cared too much about their hair because they were going to wear a hat when they went outside. Again, no matter what time of year it was, probably put a fedora on. Women. Women were wearing hats as well. Ladies had to wear hats in Catholic Church in, up until the late 1960s when the Vatican redid kind of the rules. It was not uncommon for women to wear fashion hats. Obviously, men and women were wearing hats when it was cold. They often wore hats to protect them in the summer, big brim hats to provide some shade, a rain cap, but also something that you don't see now, the fashion hat. The fedora was a fashion hat. For women, the pillbox hat and many other hats like that were a fashion hat. They were as important as a dress, as gloves for women, and shoes, any fashion accessory that a woman would have now then hats were one of those. For men, hats kind of came in two forms. There was the fedora, and then the second form, I call it a spinner. I don't know what you guys call them. They're kind of the uh, Irish hat, you know, little cap that you slide on there, a jockey cap. I have a couple of those. I actually have one from Ireland. I have another one. It's a Harley Davidson, so depending upon where I'm going, I'm gonna might wear one of my I'll call them spinners. I don't think that's the right word, but that's what I call them. I also wear a fedora often. If it's really sunny, I'll use a fedora again, as I said earlier, to protect myself from sunburn. And in the winter or in the rain, I'll wear that fedora too. There's another reason I just thought of. I like wearing a hat in the rain to keep the water off my glasses. I don't like my glasses to be wet and have water spots on them. So you see, hats are very practical. That's kind of my whole point. Once they were fashionable, they aren't fashionable anymore, but they have always been practical. The death of the hat, in my opinion, started in the 60s when people started growing their hair longer, kids mostly. Long hair parted down the middle, boys and girls both. In the 70s, we'd feather it back, let it grow long back in the back. Girls, same thing, parted down the middle, let it grow. Look at pictures of people from the 60s and the 70s. You see the long hair parted down the middle, and you don't want to cover that up with a hat necessarily because you're kind of proud of it. You're growing your hair to show people your fashion statement with your hair. In the 80s, that becomes even more accentuated. Especially with the women. Girls started putting the hairspray in there and puffing it all up. And the big hair was a thing of the 80s. For guys, we let our hair get a little more fuller as well. Let it grow longer, especially in the back. Get that mullet going. It was off to the races at that point. Through the 90s and into present days, hair is a fashion statement. Not hats. So you don't cover up your fashion statement, your hair with a hat, unless it's cold. And think about it. When was the last time you saw a lady outside wearing a hat? Gentlemen still wear hats, more than women for sure. But for most guys, wearing a hat means you got a baseball cap on. 
And to make it even, I guess, worse, it's probably on backwards with the bill over the back. I don't get that, but whatever. If you're a catcher, it makes sense. But if you're just some guy walking around, why do you have your hat on backwards? I had a friend in high school. His dad took a pair of scissors and cut all the bills off his caps, baseball caps, because he kept wearing them backwards. That's pretty rude. Anyway, so will hats ever come back as a fashion statement? I think not. Definitely not for women. Possibly for men. Because we lose our hair and if you're bald, nothing wrong with wearing a hat. Cover it up. It's just something I like to do. I always wear my hat. And I don't have to worry much about my hair. Because I'm always just going to put a hat on it. The old man's tip for this week is maybe not a tip for very many of you, but some of you might need to know this or are aware of it and just don't take it serious. But I'm going to implore you to take this serious. What is this? It's your phone. Your phone is always listening to you. The other day we were out, Nick, Pam, and I, of course, Sarah, but Sarah wasn't involved in this conversation. Nick and Pam were, and we were talking about rooftop bars. The topic was how it was so hot that outdoor bars, even rooftop bars, probably weren't doing real well because of the heat. Everybody wanted to be inside. Not really much of a conversation, just a mention of a few of our favorite outdoor bars that had rooftop portions or seating for them. That was about it. Didn't say we wanted to. Didn't say we were looking to. Just mentioned pretty much the phrase rooftop bar. Within 30 minutes, Nick was first. He started getting ads and things showing up on social media about rooftop bars. Recommending places for him to go to. I saw it a few minutes later on Facebook. A few of the local rooftop or bars that had a rooftop seating area were showing up on Facebook, on my Facebook. Pam happened to her as well. The phone heard us mention the phrase rooftop bar and didn't say we were looking for it, didn't ask for directions, nothing like that. Just used those words. And within 30 minutes, we were both getting directed to the nearest rooftop bar on our social media accounts. That is flipping scary. The phone is always listening. And I can see where that's a good thing. If I did have a hankering to go to an outdoor bar and find some rooftop seating, that's very helpful. And if I was a business owner that had a bar with rooftop seating, I would like that information to get out to people who might not otherwise know that. So I see the good in it. But I'm also scared a bit by the uh, lack of privacy, shall we say, that my phone can take my thoughts that I happen to speak out loud and arrange those and put those in some kind of format that I'm going to be enticed, pushed, encouraged to move forward with. I don't know if I need that kind of action to make myself motivated. It's not about that. 
It just seems a bit scary that my phone has ideas about what I should be doing based on what I said. Maybe it's just me. Are you a little bit paranoid that your phone is spying on you? Mine certainly is. But if your phone is directing you to listen to the old man's podcast, then your phone's doing you a real big favor. The old man's podcast, where else are you going to get a valuable tip like this? Okay, people, gather around. Coach has got a pep talk for you. For this week's pep talk, I have a quote from Isaac Asmanoff. Isaac Asmanoff is known as a science fiction writer. You've certainly heard of him, along with Arthur C. Clarke and a few other hugely popular science fiction writers. He's been the standard for quite some time. He's huge, and he's written over 500 books. And some of my favorite science fiction work has been done by Isaac Asmanoff. Well, here's his quote. It has nothing to do with science fiction, so if you're getting all excited about that, don't. It's got more to do with us. Introspection, if you will. Isaac Asmanoff, all you have to do is take a close look at yourself, and you will understand everyone else. So to me, all you have to do is take a close look at yourself, and you will understand everyone else is asking us to be introspective, which is a common theme for me on the podcast. I'm always trying to get myself to be more introspective and encourage listeners to do the same thing. I think it's common for most people to try to understand everything or everyone else by examining them or that situation closely. What Asmanoff is saying here is take a better look at yourself. Look deep at yourself if you really, truly want to understand everyone, and I'll add everything else into the equation. It reminded me, really, of a song. I'm thinking old Isaac might have ripped off a singer in a song when he used this quote. The artist Jimmy Cliff wrote back in the early 1970s a song talked about this very same topic. I'm not going to sing to you, but just listen to how Take a Good Look at Yourself starts off. When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Is it who you think you are or who you want to be? When you look at your shadow, tell me what do you see? Do you walk with the giants or do you crush a flea? And he goes on the courses to take a good look at yourself. That's a great song for this particular topic and really an important concept to take a good look at ourselves. Although I'm not sure where Jimmy's going with do I crush a flea. I'm not sure what he means by that. But I'm tying Isaac Asimov's quote. All you have to do is take a close look at yourself and you'll understand everyone else to Jimmy Cliff's song. Take a good look at yourself, and I'm really feeling like the need to be introspective, that we really should 
take the time to look at ourselves, to see what our thoughts are. This has been a common theme, really, on this podcast for, well, for the last few episodes, for sure, but all throughout, that we go through life so fast, always focused on things outside of us, and yes, social media and our phone makes it even worse, but you need to shrink your world in to where you are introspectively looking at your thoughts, your desires, your wants, and then judge yourself. Don't judge other people, but judge yourself. This whole process is intimately personal, and I think exceptionally important to living a happy life. We don't know what happiness is. We don't know where we are coming from, what our needs, desires, skills, strengths, and weaknesses are. And we're not going to know that visiting TikTok videos and other stuff like that on our phone, getting outside of ourselves. My challenge to you this week, turn your phone off or leave it in the house, go outside, go somewhere, find a quiet place to sit, and just take a good look at yourself. All right, let's have some fun and play engage your brain. I hope you're doing that too. Each and every day, find something to do that's mentally engaging. If you're out in the workforce, then you're probably doing that anyway. Just living in the work world is pretty much engaging your brain. But if you're not or you're on vacation, grab a Sudoku book, grab a crossword puzzle book, do something, even just sitting out reading a book. That's better than watching TV all day long, I'll tell you that much. Although watching TV is fun, but that doesn't do your brain any good. And here we go. Trivia questions. First one up. What is the world's most expensive spice by weight? And coming out heavy is a hard one. I would never be able to get this. The world's most expensive spice by weight is saffron. It's so expensive... I don't even know what it is. That's how expensive that one is. Okay, here's a true or false question. And you know I hate the true and false questions. I've lamented on that before. But they're in a book, so I'm going to give them to you anyway. True or false? Think of it as a bonus. The U.S. emergency hotline is 911 because of the September 11th terrorist attacks. Gosh, that's easy. We've had 911 since way before... September 11th, 2001. That is false, false, false. That's a dumb question. Oh, I like this one. What does the G in G-Man mean? Have you ever heard the term G-Man before? Do you know what G means? Well, it's generally applicable to an FBI agent. The Federal Bureau of Investigation is a government entity. So the G in G-Man stands for government. John Dillinger, Babyface Nelson, those kinds of guys coined the phrase G-Man to describe Elliot Ness and the other FBI agents that were searching for him. G-Man. And another stupid true or false. Ready? True or false. The sum of all the numbers on a roulette wheel is 666. Oh, that's freaking scary. And this is probably just a guess. Uh, you're not going to do the math. You don't even know what numbers are on a roulette wheel. So you're guessing true or false. 
If you're guessing true, you're right. That's pretty scary. Mark of the Beast on a roulette wheel. Never knew that. There's some trivia for you to use next time you're in a casino. Hit somebody with that. And, of course, another true or false, only because I hate them so much. This is another one. You're just going to guess. There are 86,400 seconds in a day. And this one you could do the math on. 60 times 60 times 24. I think that would get you there. And if you did, that would be right. 86,400 seconds each and every day. And if you guessed like I did, maybe you got it right. 50-50 shot. Okay, here's a term I've never heard. The question is, what is a... Daki Makura. It's spelled D-A-K-I-M-A-K-U-R-A. Daki Makura. D-A-K-I-M-A-K-U-R-A. What is it? I st- looking at the answer, I still don't know what it is. A body pillow. What is a body pillow? Is it is a I guess it's a pillow the size of a person. That is I'm about ready to burn this book. Oh, of course, now another true or false question. And this is the dumbest of... No. Uh, I hate true and false. Here we go. True or false. An eggplant is a vegetable. The answer says false. Is it a fruit then? It's got to be one or the other, right? I grow them in my vegetable garden. But apparently an eggplant is not a vegetable. I learn something new every day. Thank God for the old man's podcast. All right, a couple legit questions here. Get this painful experience over with. Ready? What is the unit of currency in Laos? I mean, that's just something you either know or you don't know. If you've never been to Laos, you probably don't know. I don't know. I'm not getting this one, except for I'm reading in the book. The unit of currency in Laos is the KIP. K-I-P. You have 100 KIPs. That's a Benny in Laos. Final question, and then somebody put me out of my misery. This is a good one to stop on. What alcohol is made from juniper berries? That's great. Good question. I hope you get this one. I was drinking it last week, and as soon as I get done with this segment, I'm going to go make myself another one. Gin. Gin comes from juniper berries. And thank God it's over. That's the end of the engage your brain segment on the old man's podcast sorry for all the goofy questions and uh, hate the true and false but we did engage your brain and i got to complain as an old guy complaining really makes me happy so if you're happy right now we both are So, moving on to the Funny Thing Happens segment. This one got me at the grocery store. You remember last week I was talking about the grocery store. It's something that I like to do a lot because I really like to eat. Last time I was at the grocery store, I, I've seen it, no, a hundred times. Probably more. But this time it just kind of stuck out to me. It was plant-based chicken. And it's just the stupidest thing ever. Plant-based chicken. Obviously, what they're talking about is chicken that isn't a meat. It's chicken that's for vegetarians. Plant-based chicken, but a live chicken? The animal? The meat? Chicken feed comes from plants. So, a live chicken is a plant-based chicken. 
a real chicken, not a fake soy chicken. So plant-based chicken is a chicken that's running around a chicken farm. That's pretty soon going to be your chicken wings or your chicken breast or your drumstick or whatever. That's a plant-based chicken. That's what they eat. They eat plants. Is eating a vegetarian, just go with me on this one, okay? I'm not a cannibal. I'm not promoting cannibalism. But if I was a cannibal and I wanted to eat a vegetarian, would I be eating a plant-based person? Yes. So does that make me a vegetarian? I guess not because I'm eating meat. So when you say plant-based chicken, and we all know it's not chicken, although I'm making the argument that it could be, but it's not. It's chicken-flavored soy. Why don't you just call it what it is? There's no such thing as plant-based chicken, unless you're talking about an actual chicken, as I've just presented. It's not that. It is chicken-flavored soy. So on the package, a little truth in advertising, if you don't mind. Instead of saying plant-based chicken, which it isn't, say what it is. Chicken-flavored soy. That's just simple. That's all I'm asking for. That's all I'm asking for. A little truth in advertisement, a little bit of honesty. That chickens are plant-based and that chicken-flavored soy is not meat. So don't try to pass it off at that. I think this world just needs people who are going to be a little bit more honest. And my grocery store is a good place to start. Well, there's a sound that tells us this episode has come to an end. The old man has got to go. I would appreciate it if you'd pass this podcast on to people that you know. Visit my pod page, Old Man's Podcast page website. It's on pod page. You can find that link on Facebook. That's a great thing to have. Go to Facebook, find the Old Man's Podcast page, like it. And you'll find the link to my website right there. I'm trying to get this website thing off and rolling and going good. So anybody got a few moments while you're just sitting there clicking on your phone, hit that link on the Old Man's Podcast page on Facebook and you'll go to Pod Page. Or just search Pod Page and find me. I don't know. I got to put it some other place. I have Twitter. It's the Old Man Tweet One. I have Instagram. It's the Old Man's Adventures. I'm on TikTok. The Old Man's Podcast is on TikTok. Those things are all great. I know a lot of my listeners, though, are Facebook people. So find that page, the Old Man's Podcast page, and like it. And, again, if you can visit my website, I would be grateful. Of course, a rating or a review is always good, too. You can do that on your podcast delivery app. Whatever you're listening to this on, you should be able to do a rating or a review. Well, there's enough promotion. Enough self-shameless promotion. The main thing I need you to know is I'm glad you're here, and I want you to come back again next week. So remember, between now and then, make sure you're living boldly. Get off my grass! Damn kids.